0: Here's a few songs of the podcast you're listening to. We're a couple of brand new and we don't know what we should do. We'll be around like a kid's and listen to this and we'll be mad like a woman when you can't tune in. Be sad if we ever stop doing the shit. Be glad it's a brand new dad podcast. Whoa. We're back. We're back, baby. We are back. Plus one at the table, yeah. Georgie in the arms, needing to be fed. No wife around to help, and uh, yeah, Cocomel and babysitter on for the other one.
1: Yeah, we're killing
0: it. Just doing what we got to do, <laughs> we, you know? We're here. We are here. Once um, again, thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks for returning and coming back and reaching out to us and, uh, and for whatever reason, being interested in this because we like doing it.
1: Yeah, and uh, welcome to our season two finale.
0: Oh, <laughs> bomb dropped. This is the finale. Bingo. Uh, So, it's off to a good start. Super (laughs) exciting uh, stuff. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we're just going to try to wrap a couple things up, and uh, then we might take a little break.
1: I think so. You know?
0: Well-deserved break.
1: Yeah. What are you thinking for the break?
0: I'm not sure. I mean, the last, like we talked about, the last season had a little break because I had another baby right so uh, that was allowed um, this one I feel like I feel like we're in this awkward sort of mud season spring mm-hmm. and uh, pretty soon things will be getting fun and we'll be going outside and that seems like a new chapter yeah I agree so I say we do season three that revolves around this uh, new feeling this new lifestyle this this summer activities yeah, i love thing. that yeah yeah it's gonna be um, awesome yeah and we, we could use a little little time off just to sharpen some things up i and think
1: yeah the content we we need more content mm-hmm. we, we need uh, a little bit more time for our guests to grow as dads and yep. then we bring them back on so yep. like a lot
0: has changed since yeah. the last time we did yeah like exactly so we got some things to line up and yeah. work out and uh, then we'll be back stronger than ever Um, you know, we've gotten some good reviews on what people like, what people don't like. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll listen to what we, uh, tell each other, not necessarily what we hear from you guys, but, uh, yeah, we'll listen to some of it. Um, so speaking of people, people,
1: we got some shout outs to give, let's give them. Yeah. So. I mean, after last week's 30 Seconds of Silence, we got a couple <laughs> people to reach out to us, which was
0: awesome. Some pity feedback, which was great. Yeah.
1: So the first one was an email from Kalen Stark. He's a stage two brand new dad, and they're doing October. And he said that okay. he uh, he listened to all our episodes in one week. So, whoa. You know what that means? Binged. We're nice. bingeable. Okay. <laughs> Well, congrats, Kalen, and thank you for the email.
0: Yeah, congrats. This is uh, this is a fun little time, right? But when you're gearing up, right before it, you mm-hmm. know, getting uh, getting excited, getting prepped, it's uh, yeah, it's all the excitement, really, none of the responsibility yet. So sweet spot.
1: Yeah, and then uh, we got another. This is, well, this one's a stage three, brand new dad, due April twenty first. So Coming. opposite side of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, Harrison up. Harrison Treegoop
0: killed the pronunciation. <laughs> I that, think I don't know. Maybe it's a silent B at the at the end. It's, they're all, it could all be silent. Not sure. They're all silent. Let's just say Harrison. It's a
1: wonderful name, Harrison, and I thank you for the tweet. Yeah. And uh, it sounded like he he was in need of some some advice on labor um, that part. Yeah. It got right me kind of
0: thinking. Like I totally forget. You know how those early episodes went, and mm-hmm. what we were talking about, and what our our essential pieces of advice are. And today seems like a great day to do a little bit of recap. Yeah, uh, I agree. having done no research and gone back and listened <laughs> to any of the episodes, so we'll just uh, we'll just uh, we'll give you something, Harrison. yeah. Um, because yeah, that's a fun that's a that's a important little time, and uh, there's totally different things that are on your mind and that you need to focus on at that time. So. We'll talk about those, and then maybe the the early stages, and then you know later on where we're at now with the what the core the core things are. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. Totally. do you want to do that now, or we'll
1: finish? The no, no, okay. we'll sprinkle it in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that. Uh, stay tuned for our from the wives uh, mm. segment. We'll put that in there. Um, it's from the Harrison this time though. Um, so their next shout out, D- our boy Dakota Corsello. The lost one on Long Twitter. Long time
0: listener, <laughs> multiple time caller. Yeah. Uh, yeah, He, uh, I forget. Uh, I'm supposed to run the Twitter. I've been all over the place, <laughs> man. I've just not been doing a good job with basically anything lately. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, what did he say? Ultimately, you
1: guys- I think he was just looking to end the silence and just to reach <laughs> out and let us know we're supported. So that I, We thank you for that, Dakota. Um, yeah, thank you for the tweet. Keep them coming, guys. We love the tweets. We yeah. love the emails. They're
0: great. They're um, great. And uh, you know, we expect a little dip when we take our time off, but yeah. maybe you'll surprise I don't know. us. I think the maybe demand, you'll miss us. I think the demand will go up.
1: We're gonna take like we don't really haven't really talked about how long Who knows? We're, we're not
0: gonna tell you how long we're gonna take off. You know? It's T B D. We might come back for like oh, our kids are in college now, we're gonna talk yeah. about <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: um no. I think we'll be back sooner. We'll be that. back. Yeah. One um, of
0: these summers we'll be back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh my last shout out goes to uh my brother in law who's been on the show, Adam. He he Adam. and his sons, he so I guess his uh one of the things he wants to teach his sons who are twelve and eleven is the the um what you can get back from hard work. Mm. So they're starting their own property maintenance business. It's called McGee and Sons. So to our Vermont listenership. Give us an email and I can share some contact info about McGee and Sons if you guys are inter- interested in having your your lawn mowed, sticks picked up, any really anything. Raking
0: leaves, yeah. all the gutters. Yeah, they'll kind of do thing. odd
1: jobs and you know they're just they're handy men. Cool. So, yeah, well that's check, awesome. Yeah, send us an email at the brand new dad podcast at oh. gmail.com.
0: That's that's really cool. Yeah. What kind of uh, business are you going to start with your little one?
1: Um, maybe something like crafty. I wanted, you know, I, my coming into the whole fatherhood thing, I picked up a couple hobbies and I think I spoke about one that I picked up, which was golf. The second would be like just to be more handy around the house and start to get crafty because I started thinking about like, you know, school projects and stuff and wanting to be able to, you know, build something with my kids and have a creative side to me. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think we would go the crafts route. So, like, I either I would build something that she would then paint and decorate or whatever, or, or we would build something together, obviously, or she builds something and I paint, you know. Switch nice. it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, that's great. I'm going to start. Uh, Nora and I are going to do uh, an investment firm. Oh. So, if you want <laughs> us to invest your money, your savings, uh, you can trust that we will invest it in something. Yeah, uh, that's, about as, that's about as far as the promise will go. Yeah, uh, no profits uh, recorded yet in in my experience, but uh, you know, I'm just, lightning's going to strike here.
1: I think so too. You know, so, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see. That would be really cool to. Have a little project business with yeah. with the kids. So go, at Adam. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah, I really like that he's you know instilling hard work and those values in a, already.
0: I might put him to work. My lawns look like shit right now. <laughs> yeah, I might too. <laughs> cool. Um, well, has anything uh, exciting been going on in your week? You got any uh, any data updates? How old's your kid? She's four months in a week.
1: She's, yeah. Well, she's almost five months. She'll be five months in ten days or oh, wow. twelve days i don't know how many days are in march but um she is getting more curious so you kind of have to watch her watch for her more like i'll have her while i'm working i'll have her up on my desk and she'll be just reaching and grabbing pens and stuff and Mm -hmm. she's like picking up on sounds really well so like you say something she looks right over at you and it's cool Um, but at the same time things are moving pretty fast towards uh you know having something that you need to keep an eye on 100 yeah. percent of the time.
0: Yeah, which is uh, what I'm dealing with. Yeah, uh, and it's it's tough. I was telling you right before uh, we started that I fell asleep feeding the baby and uh, woke up. I don't know how long I was out. Maybe a minute. Maybe five minutes. It's hard to tell. Could have been five hours. Um, And Nora is just standing up on one of these chairs, uh, basically getting ready to climb up onto (laughs) the table that we're at and start swinging these metal candlesticks around. So, yeah, she's a maniac, and she climbs on everything, and uh, it's uh, tough to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I interrupted your week. No,
1: no, no. I mean... uh Happy to hear uh, that the next year of my life is going to be hell, essentially. Um, no, so my other things are we're inching towards real food and <clears throat> feeding her real food. And by inching, I mean I put together her high chair yesterday. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, we're we're taking a step. And then I had a pretty funny story this week. All that, right, that I'm willing to share. Let's hear. Pretty it. embarrassing, actually. So we Saturday. Uh afternoon, Z and I didn't really have anything going on, so we put on some Survivor like anybody would.
0: Yeah, any normal human.
1: And they were in a team immunity challenge, <clears throat> and this challenge was sweet, and I was really into it. And uh, essentially, they picked three people from each team to hold up like a squatting bar on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then they each team took turns adding 20 pounds to the person's bar. Okay? So I'm really into it. <laughs> and uh I have the baby in my hand. We're watching it, and then I go to set her down on this little like—it's kind of like a boppy, but there's like two of them, and it's meant to just prop the kid up on there, and she, so she can look at her stuff. <clears throat> and this lady also, well, simultaneously on the t- TV, this lady Dawn had like 120 pounds that she had on her shoulders, and I was like really into that and setting her down. So I was like watching the TV and <laughs> while setting her down, and then I'm like. And then Z goes, Dom, and I turn around and look at Z, and she goes, "She's falling, she's falling," and I'm like, "Dawn?" And I'm like, <laughs> 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 I "Look at the- uh, my baby!" Uh, but she didn't fall, fortunately. I, you know, I, I smartened up. It wasn't Dawn. It was I-
0: not Dawn. Wow, that is so funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> so I guess that's my dad's
0: for the week. Yeah, I mean, you had your priorities <laughs> set. I think some people would argue that you had them set incorrectly, but yeah. I mean, what? I-
1: Whatever, you Ultimately,
0: know. the baby didn't fall. The so. baby didn't mm-hmm. fall. You didn't miss anything. And neither did Dawn. Neither did Dawn. She because, won the challenge. Because you looked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Go Dawn. Um, yeah, I got it. We're in the, we got to pick a new season. We just finished one, so we got to, okay. uh, we got to pick a new season. Yeah. And uh, we like to take a little break in between because once we start one up, we just go binge hard it. and it takes over our lives and we just binge it. So, yeah. Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. Um, Let's see. The rest of my week. So my work week, I was just getting through because I had something fun planned for this weekend. Um, so before we get to that, we'll just do the uh, the little kiddos. Georgie is just like hammering bottles, eating more at once than Nora ever did. Um, and she's sleeping like a rock, sleeping without a pacifier, without a uh, sleep sack or... Or uh, what? Is it, what a swaddle! Jesus, <laughs> bro, swaddle. Long day. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been home mm-hmm. with the kids all day. I uh, took the day off to stay with them. I was gone over the weekend, and um, when somebody, uh, you know, in the in the day small daycare family is sick, you know, none of the kids go. So mm-hmm. we didn't go to daycare today, and uh, we stayed home, and we're you know. You're little, killing it. A little needy, but uh, <laughs> we're here, and we <laughs> we only fell asleep once <laughs> on the kids, uh, and everybody's still alive and feeling good. Um, but yeah, Georgie is a champ, and Nora is a maniac, and is pretty hard to keep up with. Um, but one thing that's really cool is that she's starting to really understand her options for things. Like, you can... You can uh, basically with food before it was just like anytime you would ask her anything like do you want this like she would just always say yes. And now you have to like cycle through a couple things because she'll she's like a pitcher on the mound like she's shaking off Mm -hmm. the call. And uh, that's that's kind of cool to see a little independence, you know, and a little bit of uh, a little bit of understanding. And it's also a little bit annoying when you're just like running through five (laughs) snacks to like get to the whatever most unhealthy one that she inevitably is going to decide on mm-hmm. um, but yeah she's crazy um and awesome and this weekend I got to scoot out of town and go play some golf uh several rounds of golf two on Saturday and one on Sunday I never played 36 holes in a day it's pretty cool that's nice it's, the feeling of like getting done with one round of golf, and wanting to play again and getting to play again, mm-hmm. I mean, ooh, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, didn't play well, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, you know, my new irons aren't in, so right. I'll have that excuse until the first week of June. Yeah. So you know, don't expect me to post a score until midsummer. But uh, made if you're listening, uh, if you want to speed that up for me, uh, I w- would be willing to pay seven dollars to expedite wow. the whole thing. So, get at me. I might tweet them. You, you know? should. I'm gonna tweet them. Yeah. Slide into their DMs or something. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was kind of a fun fun thing. Beck's uh, sister's husband and I and Beck's brother and Beck's dad all golfed, nice. and we had none of our wives or babies there. And it was uh, it was a weird it was a weird feeling. You know, mm-hmm. I loved being able to go and golf during the day. I wish all the girls were there when we came back. Okay, you know? it would be nice to just be able to guilt-free go golf for the f- first half of the day and then come back to them. But for whatever reason, it doesn't seem like that's even possible. Yeah, you know?
1: but would it be nice, though? Like, isn't it also nice to
0: have you the know, time for yourself yeah, and, it and was, the guys? It was also nice, <laughs> but, you know, I don't huh I think... Yeah, you're probably right. They both have their positives, that's for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a grass is greener thing. You know, if Georgie was there like screaming in my face and I can't figure out what the hell's wrong with her, which I've been just feeling like such a dummy with this baby because she's so easy all the time, but then when she is like, Mm -hmm. you know, really fussy, I just have a really hard time calming her down. It's almost like you have to just catch it early with her. She gets like charged up, mm-hmm. like a little fussy, a little cry, a little, little screamy. And then once she's like screaming, like, oh man, there's it's gonna take a while to calm down. Okay. So you gotta catch it early with her. Um, and I've been just like forgetting about like a couple of the older tricks that we used to do. And I also forgot that like things just change. Like things that used to work, like. Now just don't work anymore, and oh, yeah. now it's this new thing. So like, you used to always just pick her up, face her in, you know, hold her, bounce her, whatever. And uh, like a couple weeks ago, I was doing that, and it it was fine. And then now that does not work at all. And yeah. I was like, you know, trying forever. And then Beck came home, and was like, oh, you just face her out, mm-hmm. and I like turned her around, and she instantly stopped <laughs> crying. I was like, oh, my God, she's been doing this to me all day. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye and communicate uh, with your co-parents uh, yeah. what the what the current remedies are that work because uh, it is just no fun. That's a good tip. Yeah, yeah I like that a lot. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty much my week was, uh, yeah, getting through the week so I could golf and then golf and go nice. back. Here we are.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm su- super jealous. Uh, I miss golf, and I ha- I haven't played yet. You know, I haven't even, I mean, I've, I've hit a couple uh, foam balls out in the out in the yard, but yep. other than that, nothing. Hitting them straight, though.
0: That's good. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It's your year. You just gotta, you gotta put your driver away for a round. No, no, no. Or figure it out. Yeah, I'm gonna one figure the, it out. One of the two.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing is like I could have better scores if I didn't hit my driver off the tee every single time, but I don't think I'd have as much fun golfing and that's what I'm there for. I'm there to have some fun. That's true. You know? Yeah. And and hit it super far. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's fun to hit it far. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh let's I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump right into that dish. In. And I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> Probably my worst performance <laughs> <laughs> that I've had this entire season. Nice. Uh, I was very bad. I didn't do any of the things.
1: Okay, so dishes weren't done, right? No, that was one. No, no dishes Do you want to go through the list, or are you just okay saying no? So d- <laughs> the
0: dishes, the, mo- <laughs> the like after the podcast that Monday is like it like I'm trying to shift the additions to starting on the Monday it's just easier now that I'm not doing the weekends Mm -hmm. to just structure it like that but I was of course being lazy and justifying it as this isn't part of the week yeah I'll do them tomorrow and then I didn't do them tomorrow Mm -hmm. and uh then back just basically was like as long as you do them before you leave for the weekend it's fine like i don't yep. give a shit about your dad dishes. just don't leave this shit here i left it all there. oh my god <laughs> didn't do dishes at all the whole week and they're still sitting there waiting for me nice. so uh yeah i was a piece of shit uh in the housework department um i can tell you i didn't do a push up either mm. uh or any of the other stuff okay um might have been patient i don't know i I suck. I didn't do. It. <laughs> I blew it. Ugh. yeah, what is, I don't even know what else I was supposed to do, hey, but I can mean, tell you I didn't do it.
1: If you don't kick don't kick yourself on the exercise thing cuz you got you've played what uh 36 plus 18 54 holes. 54 holes. So that's a you know, that's a good amount of exercise. Yep. And so, I brought
0: my push cart down so I could walk. And that
1: was on the weekend. Yeah. And so. we
0: got golf carts every single round, I didn't walk. <laughs> I mean, nice. Those par threes are cart path only. I'm walking over to the you know woods on the other side to look right. for my ball. Right. Right. Um, yeah. What about you?
1: Um, so I did like a. I think I had four total. Those that was and so I was going to do. Remind us. And I okay. So I did ten minutes of social media um, per day. Fifteen miles of running throughout the week. I wanted to cut down on sugary food ah. snacks, and I wanted a plank. And I kind of wrote these down today as, a, as a, either a pass or a fail. So 10 minutes of social media, I failed. Um, 15 miles, I passed that. I ran. Uh, I finished my 15 this to, just today. Um, I wanted to cut down on sugary snacks. That I'll call a fast because I kind of failed. I kind of passed. Uh, I, I was snacking a good amount, but I think I did cut down from my normal consumption of sugary stuff. And I passed on the planking every day, so I, I did okay. I did I had a one fail, two passes in a fast.
0: I uh, I forgot about the planking. I did do a plank on uh, on Monday night, nice after, after our pod for the two minutes. It was a shaky two minutes, but it was good. Yeah, and it was also the last plank that I did the whole week. <laughs> Um, but you also did remind me of another uh, thing. You know, I'm staying off the social media feeds. That's mm. kind of just a constant. I redownloaded the Instagram app, no. and I've been what... scrolling <laughs> and scrolling
1: yeah. and scrolling. That explains the DM I got that
0: said, "I'm back." I'm back. <laughs> uh, I have, you know, I think it's been long enough doing this cleanse to realize I am addicted to Instagram. Okay, and I, I'm just gonna. It's going to be part of my I'm going to just keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. But it's <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's built into the schedule. Okay. I'm, I'm not, you know, I want to do it. I'm going to do it. Put a timer on yourself. And then don't just go cold turkey
1: with it. Put a timer on it, and then, it, you know, it'll shut it right off. It'll be yep. like, hey, you're done for
0: the day. Okay. Sorry, mate. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm going Okay. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna put on my big boy pants and I'm gonna make some bad decisions as gotcha. an adult. Gotcha and gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, it'll be fine. All right. I'm gonna just say, uh maybe I'll just say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it when you know you ever like are scrolling and you get that feeling like I should really be like focused on the blocks that the kid is like trying to stack or whatever. Like if there's yeah. a you know, I'll draw the line there. I'm not gonna do it when like I should be with and should be being a dad. Okay. You know. Yeah. But when I'm like driving or working, you know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know what my additions are going to be moving forward here because we have a big gap. So it might be might be a good time to just sort of maybe drop it down to something very achievable that we're mm-hmm. going to do for the off season. Okay. And uh, I think I loved when uh, we were demanding the water. I know you are better about it mm. than I am. So you didn't really need it on your dietitions. but it, uh, it was a, it was a huge, uh, addition for me. And I'm going to, I'm going to bring that back. So I'm in the off season. I'm going to do, I'm going to do the water. Um, nice. I'm going to do the 64 ounces a day of the water. And, uh, I'm going to finish this book before we start. There it is. three. Nice. So I will read, and I don't know when it will be or how often or what time of day or what. Just but I'm don't going procrastinate. To, I'm going to finish this book. Yeah. Nice. Uh, That's a good goal. Yeah. So I'm going to drink water, and I'm going to read a book.
1: Right on. So I kind of wrote down before you, you went on. I w- this was an unplanned thing that Sean just went on. But I wrote down. the. I do that occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> we're done a shit ton of stuff <laughs> so i didn't make my list small um which is fine yeah um i'm gonna keep on with the social media thing it's i'm a poor excuse for a human being with the way i've been going lately because it's just like i keep ignoring i have this timer on i just keep ignoring it and
0: it's really oh you can just ignore it yeah oh. i told you that last yeah. week but you yeah can... but then this time you say you put a timer on and it'll just cut it off it does cut it off, but then, it, but then you, you have it to up.
1: click it and say, remind me in 15 minutes <laughs> or say, uh, ignore limit for the day.
0: Oh, so it'd just be like my alarm clock in the morning. I would yeah. just, it might as well not even be on.
1: I think I'm going to have Z set a passcode and just say, mm. once it's done, it's done and I can't log back in. Okay. Um, I want to keep running 15 miles. Uh, I want, I have, my goal is to do a triathlon <laughs> this summer. Whoa! Yeah, and I want our friends to get involved as well. And w- whether that you you guys do the three legs of the triathlon yourself, or you do a team, which is
0: fun. I could I could get my friends involved. Yeah. For you. <laughs>
1: well, no. Here's the thing, Sean.
0: Uh, uh, this triathlon. Listen, I don't have the legs for biking.
1: No. When it comes to triathlons, you. Uh, this is an easy one. So like you could do like you could have say, and uh, sorry for listeners that don't know our friend group. You could have say. You know, Dylan do the run, Ag do the bike, and then you do the canoe or kayak, and you're just kayaking three miles. Oh, it's paddling. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'll paddle for sure. Right,
1: or you could have a team paddle, so two dudes paddling, or like you, yeah. It would be. I think you guys would have a lot of fun. Oh, I'll
0: paddle. That's that's easy. I can crank a boat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've been on. I've been on the river since I was teeny tiny. (laughs) See? So now I got you interested. That's natural. I would do that. Okay. Yeah, Convinting and then day get, to run. How is it? It's how, the
1: day before 4th of July and you just get really lit up all night. That's party. a good day to do it. Yeah.
0: All right, I'll commit.
1: Okay. Um so the the paddle you're asking how long it is?
0: Uh how long are all the segments? So
1: 3.1 a 5k run. Okay. Uh 12-mile bike. Um and which AG has said that he could do in 40 minutes? He said 12 miles and 40 minutes on the bike. I believe him. Which would be fast. Yeah. Yeah. And then a three. Are going to win this thing? A
0: three-mile canoe. So pack. you're going to do this by yourself, and yep. we're going to do it as a team.
1: Like I said, I feel like triathlon, as far as triathlons go, this would be a pretty easy one, because you're kind of using three different <clears throat> muscle groups in each. Like running and biking similar, I guess. Yeah. But I think. You have a bike? Well, I don't, but my stepdad's pretty into biking, so I'm going to try to either have him hook me up with a good good bike or I'll yeah. use his or whatever are
0: you gonna borrow one of Ag's body bodysuits yeah I'm sure he has a couple <laughs> that would be awesome
1: I mean, oh we a brand got... new dad bodysuit
0: oh <laughs> now we're talking yeah okay I'll be
1: the, well yeah we could get we could have some fun with it and also do some marketing so okay um but yeah I, I hope to, it's called Bay day in St Albans for the Vermont listenership um so yes I would like to continue to run 15 miles a day because running's my strongest out yeah. of the three sports so yeah you're a good runner thank you um i want i also play soccer and i've been getting hurt like crazy the last couple of years so i wanted to do some injury prevention a lot of my injuries are in my knees yeah i looked up some in- injury prevention exercises and a balance board is one of them
0: and you have a balance i board. built one you built one
1: yeah And we can talk about that in the BNDIY segment. Okay. Let me just crank through these. Yeah, yeah. I want to do three walks per week with my family. I love that. that, That's the baby, the dog, Zara and I. She's always pushing me to go on walks. Yeah, back always is too. Yeah, I don't really care for it, (laughs) But I'm going to
0: do it. Rather just run, get it done. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to spoon feed my baby real food okay that's, that's the that's a dead i'm gonna do it b- between now and when we come back oh yeah yeah
0: you definitely will
1: yeah that's an easy one
0: yeah that is
1: and then i want to score goals in soccer
0: <laughs> okay yeah. are the soccer leagues have they're you coming heard, back they're coming back last heard? week april okay so. yeah okay those are good <laughs> thanks i'm uh i might i might jump on board with I know I said I was going to keep it small. I might try to do every single thing that you put on that list. Okay. Because I was also feeling like I need to start playing soccer again, and I haven't been doing that because of Mm -hmm. these stupid knee injuries. So if I do some knee injury prevention with you and I'm feeling better about it, I can play again, which will get me in shape for this damn triathlon Mm -hmm. that I'm now going to beat you in. (laughs) Yeah, you guys will beat me if you're a team. No, I'm going to do a solo. (laughs) I'm going to get somebody to replace me on the team, and then I'm just going to do it.
1: Yeah, so the balance board is the simplest thing. I I, I looked up some plans, and I was like, I don't need this. No. So I pretty much took a two-foot by four-foot piece of plywood. I cut it into a cool shape. You can pick your own. I used a jigsaw to cut it. It's half-inch plywood. And then I took the remnants of what I just cut and made two bumpers and screwed them to the bottom of my balance board so that you don't just slip off. Oh. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it seems a little cheap. Well, it's not cheap. Know?
1: I mean, they're very far, far far apart. It's just so when you get to the end, you don't just have a flying board out underneath your feet.
0: I you? mean, do you not know the <laughs> end is coming? Yeah,
1: you do. Yeah. But I feel like with a baby around, I think I should be pretty careful about these things. And then um, you could use like a... 4 inch piece of pvc to have, be your balance your fulcrum or whatever that little obviously your round thing that you're balancing on. Um, okay.
0: Yeah. Um Okay. I'm imagining one that's got a sphere underneath it, not a cylinder. So it I mean, goes all sorts of ways. Oh, that's cool. It doesn't roll around on it, you know, something maybe Maybe something just as simple as the board with a hole cut in the middle Mm -hmm. that sets on top of whatever ball you're on. That's cool. And uh, So it'll keep it pretty much in the middle.
1: Yeah, you should make the product, post it on Twitter.
0: I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'll cut a BND logo into it. Let's go. Fill it with some epoxy or paint it or whatever, the F, and uh, we'll sell these suckers. That sounds awesome. Let us know how much you're willing to pay for one of these. Spoiler alert. They're gonna be seven bucks, <laughs> and because they should be twelve, I'm also gonna charge you seven dollars in shipping. Nice. So fourteen bucks. You can have your own brand new dad balance board. Um, yeah, coming up. Put it on the list. Additions. Make a product to sell. I do. Uh, I did just get a shipment of towels. Nice. So I'll be making some brand new dad uh, recreational towels. Cool. You know, for use on the golf course or. At the uh, the home gym or whatever you're sweating about, nice. Throw it over your shoulder when you mow the lawn, you know. Yeah, i bring it to <laughs> bring it to your grill. Yeah. Wipe your hands off put after it, the grill. Put it in your fanny pack. Put it in the manny pack. <laughs> you know <laughs> the mani packs. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, A lot. we season three is going to be big. Oh my we're gonna god. We're going to have products flying off the shelves. Merch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Taylor TaylorMade's gonna get back to me. I'm gonna have new clubs by then. Everything's gonna be just cruising. We'll yeah. have guests that have babies, and uh, yeah, bring a couple people back. Lots of stuff to look forward to.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna actually teaser. We're gonna have a celebrity guest in season three. We're not gonna tell you the celebrity. Have you told me? No. <laughs> but it's gonna happen. Is it Jeff Probst? No. <laughs> I don't even know who the celebrity is yet.
0: Did you know that the shirt that Jeff (laughs) Probst wears is not a purchasable item? Meaning what? Meaning that 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 blue, it's a Columbia shirt, and they they custom dyed it blue because Columbia pretty much only makes like earth tones. Right. So they had to dye it themselves. I think now he wears different ones. That are purchasable, but the the one that he was wearing for the first like whatever like twenty twenty five seasons yeah. is, uh, yeah, custom. Uh, so
1: are you under the assumption that he's wearing the same shirt every single?
0: No, he wears different colors ones, okay. but the like the iconic blue one. I see. You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The one everybody knows. Yeah. But The pants are the same pants. <laughs> he does rock the same. His, <laughs> his 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 tribal pants that he wears. Yeah. Are the the same pants? How do you know? I have done some research. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: <clears throat> uh, my dog's barking man. at us, but you know what, Maggie? Psh, it's nice out. Yeah. So, she's telling us outside.
1: it's time, because we're done with additions, right?
0: Yeah. She's saying, move on. That was a segment it's bark. It's time for Dommy's Quizzy Ooh. Corner. Okay. Yeah.
1: So bringing it back to where we started, <clears throat> I did like family movies, and I'll, and I'll just give you kind of a synopsis, like a brief description Tried to keep it vague. Mm-hmm. You just got to tell me the movie. Piece of cake. Yeah. I, think I got a couple good ones in here, a couple bad ones. So, uh, Start you off with an easy one. A couple bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> a bedroom closet that has an unexpected amount of space.
0: Uh, Monsters, Inc.?
1: No. Well, that's close. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it, though. Okay, well, what are was going
0: uh, Is it... uh? That Narnia.
1: Yep, this Narnia. Nice. <clears throat> uh,
0: man makes career
1: change after a stranger falls off his roof and dies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect description of the Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh-uh. Career change.
1: Yeah. Arrogant hot rod gets lost in Western USA. Meets mm. friends that help him get back on the road.
0: This would be Owen Wilson's Cars. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this one I don't think you're going to get.
0: So You didn't think I was going to get Narnia. Right, true.
1: Farmer boy kisses his twin sister all the while his deadbeat dad is trying to get him to join the family business.
0: Well, you are correct. I will not be getting this one.
1: That would be Star Wars. It's uh, Luke and Leia.
0: Oh. And
1: Darth Vader. Does I don't know. Read it again? Farmer boy kisses his twin sister. All the while, his deadbeat dad is trying to get him to join the family business.
0: That's a great description. Thank the family you. business thing Can't is Can't take credit for that one, unfortunately.
1: Oh, Yeah. I'm not going to give credit.
0: No, no. Won't take it. Won't <laughs> give it.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, real tearjerker, this one. Three unlikely companions who fear abandonment journey home.
0: Uh, three unlikely companions who fear abandonment journey home. Ooh, I mean, just to save the listeners some time, here's I, another hint. I'm gonna.
1: One might say they might be headed homeward.
0: Oh, well, that's a pretty <laughs> telling clue uh i would say homeward bound nice which i'm getting only from that word because i if you had just said what's the movie homeward bound about i could not have told you anything you haven't seen the movie i'm sure i've seen it i have not seen it in the last 25 years as a
1: dog lover i urge you to watch that movie again okay a pothead and a great dane team up to catch bad guys
0: a pothead and a great dane and a great dane Pothead's got to be a pun. No? No. And a Great Dane? He's not. Allegedly, he's a pothead, I would say.
1: He, he's. Read the thing again. A pothead and a Great Dane team up to catch
0: bad guys. I don't know. What is this? <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Shaggy oh. and Scoobs. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess Scooby-Doo is a Great Dane. Hmm.
1: Okay. And Shag's gotta, gotta be a pothead. Oh, he's for
0: sure a pothead. Okay. Yeah, you're right, yeah. you're right. All right, that was good. I'm blowing this. Yeah, another animal I did time. that one myself, <laughs> I
1: think. Uh, hideous man falls in love with beautiful princess, turns her into a hideous woman. Shrek. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, three more. I mean, I does not get turned into a hideous woman, and he is not a hideous man.
1: Well, I...
0: I mean, He's an average-looking ogre, and she's a good-looking ogre. Okay,
1: fine. <laughs> um, classical music plays while you watch a rodent wearing wizard's hat.
0: Uh, Fantasia. Nice. An awesome movie. No, it's not. It used to give me nightmares, but I still loved it. <laughs> okay, nice. I would watch it all the time.
1: Uh, young boy who is raised by wolves is not too keen on large cats.
0: This has got to be The Jungle Book. Nice. All right, last one. Which was referenced earlier in this season. Yeah. I think. Uh, we, during a Christopher oh, Walken Rang-tang. clue. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, orangutan. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Who so... often uh, <laughs> they live in the treetops, if I remember correctly. Canopy. And they will, uh, what do they, they keep their young like on them for like eight years or eight something? Eight years, yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah. Learn a little thing or two here at BND Pod. Nice.
1: All right, last one. Safari amusement park probably spends billions on liability insurance.
0: Uh, Safari amusement park. I mean, are you wrong? And this is Jurassic Park. Why am I wrong?
1: Did they not have liability insurance? Safari. Pretty sure.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. They definitely. Sound in
1: Costa Rica, right? That's a, no, it's not. That's not a safari. <laughs> not it, a safari. <laughs> that's what
0: I'm getting at. Well, I don't know if it's in Costa Rica or not. Maybe they filmed it, it in Costa Rica? It definitely seemed, I think it was filmed in Hawaii. Hawaii. Which is more <laughs> more jungly looking and tropical. So,
1: yeah, I guess you're right.
0: But uh, the term safari might just be used generally for one of those, those right. tours. You like know.
1: park safari. But that's all. Uh, I could be wrong on this one.
0: I'm not sure. Either way, I, knew, you got, I it. got it right yeah, yeah. Uh, to bring me back to probably five batting 500 on that one. I think maybe a little. 60%,
1: over. 70%. Okay, okay. Yeah. Not bad. Nice How job.
0: Well, not my best, but, you know, uh, I'm not that smart. So it's, You uh, are fun. smart, Sean. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe just not into the family movies just yet. That might you be. You got some time. That might be it. Yeah.
0: Also, I don't think my memory is that good, or my sense of smell. Not COVID related. <laughs> I <just> have <laughs> never have had that good a sense of smell. Does COVID take away your? I thought it sense of taste. You just learning this? No, yeah. Smell, smell too and taste. They're the same thing. I'm not sure if they are. Well, they help each other out. Okay. Georgie. Um, okay. Well, that was a great little corner. Thank um, you. Let's transition into some wives stuff. I gave Beck a really hard time uh, right before we pressed record on this thing for not giving me any wives content, and then she has been texting me this whole time, so I have some stuff that I'm just going to be reading aloud. Um, She was talking to a friend of hers, and uh, that particular couple, uh, the, the... fiance, the guy um, shout out, I'm just going to shout him out Tina and Brad Oh, little sidetrack on Brad here um, they have an interesting family dynamic and we should have him on for season three um, because they, they have now five kids combined, two mm-hmm. of them are Tina's and three are Brad and they're all I think between like 10 and 15 so they okay. just have a bunch of hormones in the house basically Mm. um
1: just out of curiosity is brad by chance a celebrity
0: is the celebrity that we're having on (laughs) named brad no is is it bradley cooper no i'm just
1: i'm looking i in. i'm in search of a celebrity you want more celebrities
0: (laughs) no he's not a celebrity but he is very cool okay and uh has an awesome workshop that I'm super jealous of, and I'm throwing on the list, my additions I need to get my workshop in order because I'm too embarrassed to have Brad over until I do. Okay. Because his shop is way nicer than mine. And cleaner. Well, his whole house is cleaner than me. They're clean people. We're not. Um, anyway, he when, when he was growing up, the, their family didn't celebrate holidays at all when they were young. So, uh, Beck is wondering... Uh, you know, I think she just wants us to talk about that. And then also her sister just ordered a bounce house for Easter this coming weekend for the kids to do. So kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. So we can kind of, uh, talk about that. She's wondering how you handle holidays and traditions. Most are religious. How do you keep them about religious versus the hallmark holidays they become? Is it better to do nothing or to do something? and uh the next thing is different so uh yeah we'll just start there what do you think what do you think about that what are your first thoughts on a family that just when they're young doesn't celebrate holidays at all
1: um i think if z and i were on that spectrum we would lean more towards not celebrating at all z worked on christmas this year like it was a baby's first christmas technically but you know she's not gonna remember that you know and you know z makes does really well at the restaurant on that day so um You know, I think we would probably we're kind of like the Scrooge of Christmas, and I always my mind just thinks of Christmas. I I will I personally love celebrating Thanksgiving because of the food. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think we would be more towards not celebrating. We're not very celebrating people. Hmm. We don't really like to make a big fuss out of things. Like our birthdays, both of our birthdays are in the spring. We don't really make a big deal. We go out to eat, and that's it. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. We are just the opposite. <laughs> uh, we go pretty big for everything. Beck's family goes absolutely massive for Christmas and pretty much every other holiday. Um, I throw myself a birthday party every year and invite a ton of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, except for last year, COVID, freaking first first time I haven't thrown myself a birthday party. Uh, Beck's birthday is coming up. Not sure what I'm gonna do for that, uh, but. Yeah, we like to celebrate the holidays. Mm. Um but I I think we like we like doing the things and gathering the people that even if it wasn't we'd probably just find another reason to do it. The holiday I think is less significant. It's just a a reason to do the thing that we want to do anyway, which is have party. 20 yeah. people over, yeah. you know.
1: <clears throat> yeah, no. I mean, maybe having the the baby maybe will make us a little bit more into like a christmas
0: yeah um what's the rest of your family like oh they're really like they're big into it really
1: big into it my mom is is mama christmas so so. and her birthday's on christmas eve so it's like a pretty special time for my mom so we we're pretty hardcore so you know i grew up in a in a family that celebrated holidays like crazy i just z and i you know we did have a christmas tree this year i guess we put up decorations but we weren't really looking we're kind of low-key i don't know and i think z has stated that she doesn't want to work on christmas going forward obviously yeah um i don't know we might as we you know grow into this parenthood thing we might be big into into um what is it called a holiday holiday
0: (laughs) yeah i think i think you will it's uh it is interesting, though. It's like a pragmatic way to look at it. You know, it's like, taking your, why would you take your kids to Disney World when they're like two or three? It's yeah. just like ridiculous. Yeah, they're going to have a great time, but it's going to be sensory overload, and they're not going to ever remember it, and, mm. um, you know, they'll probably get COVID. Um, so, I could kind of see the reasoning behind it, um, but reasoning does not really uh, dictate the mm. actions of... Yeah. Uh, the people that live on this property. So uh, we will be celebrating all the holidays all of the time, and we're going to have a blast.
1: Yeah. I mean, like what other, so Christmas, Thanksgiving, do you guys do Easter? Uh, Yeah. Like a, oh, an Easter egg hunt? That'll probably be a yep. thing in our house. It's
0: going to be fun. Um, We'll do an Easter egg hunt this coming weekend, and, uh, you know, we'll do a big, ham or a lamb or something and yeah
1: so i guess i i take back what i said i think we're going we're we're slowly going to move towards the celebrating every holiday but i just don't think we're gonna make a big yeah you know it's not gonna be like our kids when they're 22 years old they have something else going on Mm -hmm. on like thanksgiving like they're doing a friendsgiving i'm not gonna guilt them into coming to our house for thanksgiving because it's what we've always
0: done type thing you know I uh, I like that. We can see if Beck wants to weigh in on it because she's FaceTiming me right now while I'm on the air with a podcast. Beck, you are live on the Brand New Dad podcast. What's up? Am I really? Yes, you are. Uh, okay. We're in the middle of our wives segment. We're talking holidays. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. Um, so you got anything to say or What? I have to say that I think we should just do
1: without holidays. Do without? Wow. They're just money suckers.
0: Yeah, I agree. Since when do you care about money? I don't know. There's no way you actually want to do without holidays, you liar. I've
1: just been really thinking about it
0: hard. No, I don't buy it. This is baloney. Um, okay, I do not think you guys were going to start this early, so I was just calling to check in about some other stuff. But um, okay. Yep. Uh, no. Nope. I'll talk to you later. Cool. Thanks for the content. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you too.
1: Bye. I like what she said. I mean, I, I get the uh, idea behind not doing holidays. I think it's important to... To say, hey, the the holiday is about getting together with your loved ones, not about receiving gifts or giving gifts, you Mm -hmm. know? Because capitalism took Mm -mm. Christmas and just said, this is is a holiday and you need to spend thousands of dollars on Mm -hmm. your loved ones, which is, it's kind of made up. You know, it's, you know, that well, they're we don't all made need up. to do that. They're all made, up. <laughs>
0: yeah. you know. None of these holidays are in our DNA. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a, you know, a sea turtle knowing like how to crawl out of the sand and go into the ocean. Like it's, yeah, we should be celebrating that. <laughs> <laughs> turtle day. Turtle day. Or Adam Day. We got, uh, that should be a national
1: holiday when Adam gets to drink again. Adam McGee, Gay. Sorry, I was. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. For our <laughs>
0: listeners, they know, but for new listeners, yeah. they might might not know what Adam Day is. But may first. Still, are you going to do the week before? Yeah. Okay. Plan to. I'm I'm gonna commit as much as I've commit to anything Dude, else.
1: <laughs> the only time I drink
0: is usually on a Sunday brunch, you know, or like or here. here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I'm gonna be doing without one of those things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but maybe you know it'll be muscle memory at this point. You know, oh. six o'clock on Monday will come around and you'll just be like, ah, "I yeah. need a few little baddies." I
1: don't see the thing is like I don't when I'm at home with Z and the baby. I don't drink because like I when I drink I get super tired mm. and then I don't want to deal with either of them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to want to deal with them. You know,
0: Beck and I just been splitting beers, splitting co nice. Yeah, you know, get a nice heady. Quality IPA and just uh, split them, you know. Cool. They stay real cold. It's fun. Yeah, that is fun. You
1: know, it's fun. It's cute. It's a fun thing. Z and I have done thing, that thing before. We
0: do. Um. Okay. So let's move on. I think we got one more uh, thing from. Uh. What? Okay. I'm just gonna read this because I don't even know what it's about. Question two: Have you had the poop versus puke talk? Don't even know what she's talking about, but here's the rest of it. I've heard from a lot of parents, including my own, that one parent handles the poop situations uh, and one handles the puke situations. Have you had the talk slash will one of you be more likely uh, to do one of these tasks? Why and why not? And what's the better one to have?
1: <clears throat>
0: do you guys have a split? I think we're both doing both
1: Yeah. type thing. Yeah. I'm well versed. And the poops. I myself have a lot of issues. <laughs> so I can, you know, give g- good advice. When they get older they poop their pants in public, I can say, Hey, look you know at We've do. all been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there more times than most. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: Are you gonna poop during the triathlon? No. If you have to, what's what are you gonna hold it for? Like what's the best segment to poop in? Probably the
1: the canoe. I just, don't want to poop
0: in a canoe. You
1: take aqua dumps, just like do you on Survivor.
0: It, so you're gonna just jump stop. Out, I jump mean, out. Jump back. Yeah, in. that's you don't want to have to stop. No, you're right. I think the bike. landed on the tire. Spray <laughs> <of> the people.
1: <laughs> Ew. Oh, dude. I like in these like. Major races—that's a serious problem. Oh yeah, and there'll be like sponges at the finish line for people that poop their pants and just then just sponge it. themselves off. <coughs> <laughs> so gross.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I gotta poop that bad, I'm just stopping. Yeah, going to you the know woods, yeah. for yeah. this for this triathlon. I mean, whatever. We want to. Who knows? Me. If we're close, yeah, you're gonna be way ahead of me. Is the run first? Yeah, run bike. Oh my god! Yeah, how fast can you run a five k?
1: Uh, my fastest?
0: No. Right now, how fast? Right now, I could
1: it? probably run it in just under 20 minutes. Like, 19 and change, I would yeah. say.
0: Yeah. I, uh... I'd be probably just over 20 minutes, but I would be done. Okay. Like... like <laughs> you wouldn't want to get on Cramped a bike. <laughs> up, like, not, not able to ride a bike after. Yeah.
1: But it's all flat. I mean, that's what I'm taking into account here. Like, I don't run... Like a, What would that be? It would be a 630 mile. I don't run a 630 mile consistently mm. like what I'm doing now. <clears throat> it's all, like it's, it's flat pavement, this race.
0: So, Is the. It's the bike after that and yeah. then the paddle?
1: Yeah. I feel like with the bike, you just open the legs up and just get loose with it, you know? Oh,
0: I'm so bad at biking. I just hate it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I hate everything about it. Yeah.
1: Well, Energy. anyways, to go back to the question, I think we're both going to take them. We're both going to take the Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I think it's weird to have like a it seems a set like I do the poops and she does the pukes things. It's like what do you do when you're the only one like you're obviously going to break the rules like yeah. when you have to. So, but why? like
1: like are we talking like a 5-month old baby cuz my baby pu- poops like 5, 6 times a day and she pukes like maybe like one like or never two. Yeah. <laughs> like she'll she doesn't like puke puke. Yeah. It's just milk. Yeah. She I, overate.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think more often than not it would probably end up coming down to like who does the laundry yeah you know because like when you puke like it's gonna be on their clothes if they poop if you put on the diaper well and it's not an insane poop then you might not have anything on the clothes so like i i think this is probably being decided by two things i would say whoever does the laundry and then Maybe the other thing is I I've known some guys that are like super weak stomached about oh yeah a couple things and puke think seems to you. be one okay. of them yeah um there's probably some poop out there that gets people a little <sighs> nauseous as well but uh yeah I think either either one of them having a weak stomach on on one of those subjects mm-hmm. or just defaulting to who does the laundry determining uh the the balance yeah. I could see either one of those being a good enough reason to do a split if you needed to, but again, like, it you're at's <laughs> there's no way you're getting through a childhood without like having to do both of those mm-hmm. a bunch of times, yeah. no matter what your agreement is. True. I had
1: a really big problem with poop from like nine, like I, I would say I shouldn't say nineteen. That sounds weird. Maybe like fourteen <laughs> through like twenty-two. Huh. I, like I did, I couldn't stand hearing the word poop. Like, I, I, it, like, we've irked said it me. like a dozen times. I know. In the last well, two I, I, I'm really like, you're I'm, over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Uh, but the thing that helped me most into, like, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago is like having a dog. Yeah. And having to pick up their shit. Yeah. That desensitized me to the whole poop thing. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you. Like this whole diaper thing—you you take a uh, a warm wet wipe and you wipe the poop off. But when you have a dog, essentially, you are like picking up their poop and feeling the warmth with the like on yeah, the other I mean, side like of the. like there
0: is a bag there, yeah. but it's. It <laughs> basically not there so that
1: definitely helped me get over the poop thing and now having a baby i'm so cool with poop yeah it's not even funny it doesn't matter sometimes they smell it's like oh gee you just make a big deal to get them laughing or something but
0: yeah i got desensitized to the dog stuff before ever having a dog i worked at a doggy daycare so i uh i picked up a lot of poop uh for you know a few months and then uh doggy daycare shut down and i moved on but no problem with poop yeah or puke, really, whatever.
1: I, did, I could not stand that word. It was, it was so weird. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, um, cool, well, yeah, that's uh, that's what Beck's got for us. What cool. do you What do you got?
1: So Z um had been working on this one for a while, and I think the phrasing, and I don't even think I got the phrasing right. So, Small
0: town sheriff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> where do you draw the line with parent intervention? So to re, to where where will you intervene? Say like. In a given scenario, uh, I'll give you your like a uh, coach. Okay, where where do you intervene if a coach may be taking it too far? I think we're both <laughs> under the the same impression that we, we want our daughters to speak for themselves and that's, have some self responsibility. Exactly what I was going to say. So, having said that, going further, where would you draw the line
0: um, where you're going to <clears> say something? I'll say this: any, like you just said, anytime I can just have try to encourage my daughter to say it yeah. herself, um, I will. If I feel like it's something that this, the athletic director or the or the who, or the administrator or whoever, yeah, if it's something that they would be concerned about, then I'll instantly speak up about it because that doesn't need to come from a player. That should come from anybody who sees it. Okay. You know, you sh- anybody who sees any type of conduct that seems like their boss would be upset about it, mm-hmm. it, it should be it should be brought into the light, you know? You don't need to rat on everything for the rest of your life, but when we're talking about kids, yeah, instantly if it's something that the athletic director cares about, I'm going to speak up. I like that a lot. Doesn't mean that I'm going to speak up to the athletic director. I will most likely say it to the coach mm-hmm. and uh if it seems like they're gonna fix it then I'll leave it at that and if it doesn't then I won't okay but I think that's where I would draw the line is if it's if it's uh if it's something that that the coach's uh you know administrator or director would be concerned with then I'm gonna say something immediately
1: yeah I had a hard time with this one just kind of trying to define where my line was but I think that's great um yeah i i would i my mind immediately goes to like a har- harassment type situation yep. where you know she's trying to stick up for herself but it's c- continuing you know and it's just like all right that that's when i'm stepping in
0: yeah but yeah I'm, and i don't know what the specific actions would be you know everything the goalposts kind of move on these things mm-hmm. and you don't really know until you get in there and there's some unique stuff that might happen for the first time so yeah. I think yeah, I would leave it as vague as, as what I said. Just you know.
1: So yeah. with that, I guess I'll come up with a couple scenarios for you on the fly, okay. and it's going to be like, "What are you going to do?" Type situation. Yeah, perfect. Or like, let me ask you: When is it okay for a coach maybe to swear during like a uh, like a halftime speech or something? At what age?
0: Uh, I think. I think once you're on varsity, a coach should be able to use any word that they want that's mm-hmm. not offensive to specific uh, demographics of people. You can't say any racial slurs. You can't be misogynistic. You can't. Uh, you can't be. You, you can't single out any any demographic or anything like right. that. But I have absolutely no problem with bad words mm-hmm. being used to motivate. If you're a good motivator, you'll use them well, and if you're a bad motivator, then you won't use them well. And if a coach is getting in trouble for using bad words, it's probably because they're either not a good motivator Mm -hmm. or the administration or the parents don't have a good grasp on what's important.
1: Okay. Now, what if that coach was putting it into a text message or an
0: email? Are you are you still okay with it? I think he's an idiot, (laughs) or she is an idiot in this day and age. If they're doing that, Um, at that point, I would I would have to see it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, at the varsity level, a coach saying "What the hell was that?" That's nothing. Yeah. You know, get off your ass. Like, depending on the context, might be nothing or might be really really bad. Um, it's that, that type of thing depends on how it's used. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: No. Okay. All right. A new scenario. Okay. Uh, when would you intervene if say a teacher or something like that was imposing maybe political values that didn't match up with your own? (laughs) Oh,
0: I immediately, you would. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think
0: yeah. Okay. I mean, if like so I like to think I'm I'm a little bit scattered. I hate using the term I'm in the middle. Yeah. If you're in the middle, you're a <laughs> moron. If you are if you take good things from both sides and maybe average out to being in the middle, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, but if you're just I don't know. Let's not go. You're a fence rider, and you're weak, Uh, so uh, don't like that. But um, so if it if it's against what I'm, if it's against what I think is right, I don't want, and it's wrong. No, Uh, then it it better be it better be a really well made point. Mm -hmm. And if it's a really well made point, and it's not incorrect information or disrespectful uh or uh destructive then i don't have a problem with it
1: okay yeah i agree i think um my thing when i when z asked me this i've had a little bit more time to think about it but mm. uh, it's just like i i, I want to teach my daughter that it's okay to have an opposing viewpoint and it and it's okay as a listener to to, to <laughs> take that opposing viewpoint in without you know um, I guess, l- losing the respect between two people. Yes. And like when... So I would totally agree. I, You know, as soon as I hear something, maybe not, um, I would say something immediately. Um, but I would maintain the respect factor, which I don't think is is always maintained when these conversations are had with teachers from Mm -hmm. parents, you know? And obviously my girlfriend's a teacher, so I hear about it a lot, about, you know, just how they come right at you. I think you still need to uh, maintain a level of respect, but also kind of try to bring your point in.
0: Yeah, and I would already like to amend my answer. Oh yeah, let's go. So, I I think I should have said I would speak up immediately. Whether they were pushing a belief that I agreed with or not, okay, because a teacher should not be pushing a political belief. I agree. A teacher gives information; they shouldn't be pushing a perspective.
1: I completely agree with you.
0: Boom. Yeah. Amended.
1: Amended. Nice job. I, that's all I got for um, for situations. But I think I did have one thing. Just give me one second. Okay. <laughs> I can okay. think of it. Um,
0: I could probably come up with a what? What yeah, would ahead. you do? When would you speak up? okay uh so sort of a how do you how do you react thing you've uh your kid is and we'll go I'll give you a few this is a bullying thing Mm -hmm. Uh, fifth grade your daughter comes home and there's somebody that's bullying her somehow um you've obviously at this point had conversations with her about like you know not needing to have the approval of whatever and you shouldn't feel bad and there are hurt people, hurt people and all those things. You've tried to make her feel better about Mm -hmm. what's going on and have it not be, you know, something that is hurting her, but that hasn't worked. Things have kept moving or escalated. And now your fifth grade daughter is having continued issues with a bully at school. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Um,
1: so I think I read something the other day and I, and you're not supposed to, in this day and age, you're not supposed to use the, if you get hit, you hit them back type thing uh, mm-hmm. to, to teach how to be responsible for your, for yourself, um, to teach how to stand up for yourself. I would, I, and I'm struggling to figure out a way of how to teach how to stand up for yourself without using that metaphor, yeah. you know? Um, and I'm I totally agree. It's not appropriate to use anymore. Violence is never the answer type thing. But for to answer your question, in that scenario, I think I would get the teacher, the 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 uh, principal involved. You know, and you know, I, I yeah, that's a tough one.
0: What if you know the other parents? You're not friends with them, but they are like you know you've met them through like playing on the soccer, being on the soccer sidelines or something. You know of them. You have a line of contact to them from like a Mm -hmm. a sign up sheet for a bake sale or something would you ever reach out directly to them
1: i don't think so Uh, i think it's only appropriate to have that conversation if you have like a principal there as well just Mm. because that way you know neither party is in control of the situation you have a mediator and you can kind of just air out what's you know what's going on yep and, uh, you know, and nobody was, is feeling attacked or
0: yeah. disrespected or anything like yep. that. Yeah, and it's all, you have kind of a stenographer on board, you know. There's no, yeah. like, afterwards, like, well, they came to me like an asshole. And it's just exactly. like, no, like, I was. I, just-
1: I think, uh, like, principal is a professional that could probably handle that situation and probably has done before. So I trust that, uh, again, I you know, if if you're going to reach out, just be like, hey, can we meet? I'd like for the principal to be there. You know, there's something going mm-hmm. on can
0: i tell you what i already know that i will do wrong at least once and i'm worried about it it's like the girls coming home being like this person keeps whatever and they like tell me about like i'm just i think so highly of my girls already and i just think they're just i mean Nora's just better than everybody she's so much cooler and uh i'm just immediately just gonna be like That little fat bitch with the dead tooth, (laughs) you're worried about her? Like, I'm just going to say something, like, really disrespectful. And, like, I mean, Nora's going to have some sass. I mean, she might Mm -hmm. say that to her. Or even worse, just be like, my dad said. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it will come back to bite me. So I'm I'm worried about being able to bite my tongue when I'm in a situation where I'm going to be emotional and defensive about something. Cause I'd love to think that I'm going to keep my cool. And if she, if we're at home and she's coming to me with this, I probably will be able to keep my cool. But like, I mean, seeing it happen a little different. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried that I won't be able to just stay cool, calm and collected. Like okay. I want to be.
1: So let's uh, say like Nora, how old are you thinking at this? Is fifth grade. Yeah. So what if Nora did something before that you didn't actually see that might have provoked this other person? You know, you don't see every side. Mm-hmm. Would you remind yourself of like <laughs> of that? Or are you just...
0: I mean, yeah. it depends. I might be blinded by rage. Okay. Uh, I think... Uh,
1: so if it's a boy pushing her on the playground, are you just going to go over and deck the kid?
0: This is after I kick his dad's ass? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to kick the kid's out. No. Uh... <sighs> I mean, probably, I probably, don't, I don't know. I mean, if it's still happening. Uh, I'm a big fan of a stern, loud, hey. Yeah, me too. Love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it gets everybody's attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it scares people. And it just like, you wouldn't think that a word that starts with an H could really have that much punch yeah. on it. But you really can, you can hit it uh so i would I would hit him with hay and uh you know maybe a shielding not a stiff arm but kind of a a blockade yeah uh, just to separate everything and uh and then who knows a front kick to mm-hmm. the chin probably after that uh I don't know it's that's gonna be that's gonna be tough and the whole like hit hit back thing is just so. I don't know. I've I've been thinking about just like would it be cool to just like get her in like a jujitsu class mm-hmm. where you're calm under pressure and you can react to what other people are doing because like that's all about like reacting to what people are doing, yeah. not like initiating and stuff. Um, so I don't I don't know. I I think about this all the time. It's a tough one. Yeah, it is tough. What yeah. do you uh? What how how are you gonna deal with that? I,
1: that's I, again I'm struggling because. You know it was all I think we've all heard that one like if you get hit by a bully, you hit him back. That's how you stand up for yourself.
0: I mean, I was never told that never no, I mean, you see it on my TV, parents though. are hippies that's true, you know, yeah. and I don't
1: we were know like that,
0: a small town, we don't really have any like big bolt like I got like maybe like a wedgie or something or mm-hmm. like pushed into a locker, but well, like, you, nothing
1: there was no bullies in your school, most likely you were the bully
0: we had. <laughs> Where'd you hear that? What? <laughs> Our kidding. friend group, yeah. Um. I don't know. I think I was always so small. Like, mm-hmm. I would have had to be really, really brave to swing at a bully. Yeah. Like, I was scared of pretty much, like, anybody that would be doing the bullying. So, that was just – that somebody telling me that, I would have been like, okay, yeah. And then never in a million years would I have actually done it. Okay. So –
1: let me push a scenario to you. Okay. Which is more likely, I think, for your eldest one. Okay. She's going to be the most popular kid in school. This one.
0: In like all the schools. Yeah.
1: She's probably going to be the bully. So, what do you do when a parent oh, comes to you and says,
0: uh, <laughs> Okay, yeah. Um, I can tell you my first, I get defensive immediately with oh, yeah. everything. Yeah. So, I'm, I can tell you, I will immediately think, that this person's wrong and that their kid is a bitch (laughs) and that they are too. That's just how, that's like, before I think about it, that's what I'll feel. Mm -hmm. And obviously then I'll think about it. I think going and talking to your daughter about it and and seeing what their side of the story is, is the first step. Um, You know, maybe, maybe you take all the information that you can from this other parent and you like, tell me exactly what happened. And then, uh, you know, after your daughter lies to you about it, you say, "Well, they said this, and then you see uh what they say, but man i don't I think like I think I'm gonna be pretty good at catching the girls in a lie like i'm I'm pretty technical about verbiage, and I have- n- no hesitation calling people out when they're seeming like they're either wavering or fibbing about something, oh, yeah. Um so I think I will I will definitely be trying to sniff it out all the time and calling them out on it. Um which will in turn definitely make them better liars. Mm-hmm. Uh so maybe not that good in the long run. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's man, that's a tough one cuz it's like sh- my kids, they're definitely they got both sides of the coin. I mean, she's super sweet, but She's also, she's also my daughter, and mm-hmm. uh, is definitely going to be an asshole some of the time, and we'll see what that manifests and how we react as a family. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Beck, I think, reaction wise, has the the same exact reaction as me, which is like, yeah, you're wrong.
1: <laughs> I can definitely see it from both of you.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. But
1: that's the thing is like my. Main thing is lately has been I want to like think about what the other side or you know mm-hmm. put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah, so like when I think about my daughter being bullied and then addressing the parent, I just think what would I want if my daughter was the bully, you know, and then I just base my decision off that, try to be level headed because i do
0: all this in the moment instantly.
1: Well, that's the thing is. Sh- oftentimes you don't have to make decisions in the moment you have time to decide and you can say hey look at you might have like she comes home at 5 p.m with a letter from school type thing or like she comes home at 5 p.m
0: after school and just tells you that she's Mm -hmm. been bullied you know so you have time
1: you don't have to act right then But
0: what are you going to do when you're on the sidelines of the soccer game yeah and some parent comes over and kind of has an attitude and tells you that your kid is is bullying and they're kind of being aggressive about it.
1: No, okay. So front like, kick to the chin.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because they're, you know, yeah, you might have time to think about it, but one of those scenarios might happen too.
1: Yeah, I, th- I know what the right answer is, and I'll tell you if you want me. To, but yeah. I, I think I'll just, you know, I'm just like you. I thing is, I am very um, what's the word uh, starts with an I, <laughs> impulsive. There you go. So I'll act on impulse there. Yeah. You know, and which which doesn't go well for um, for me. Uh, uh, I have a big mouth, and yeah. I <laughs> know, when I act on impulse in certain situations, it doesn't turn. It, yeah. Yeah. But I'm never gonna go hand to hand in front of other people. No. I'm too worried about my public image.
0: Yeah. Which is you know <laughs> which on I've the rise
1: successfully. Re- well, yeah. You're right. Okay. Hey, I'm you're, on, the rise. you're on the Thank rise. Thank you. You're Thank on, on the rise. Yeah.
0: I think we all are. Cool. Um, you know we haven't gotten kicked off soccer field in a while, yeah, that's good. It's true <laughs> that's a plus, not because of our our you know better behavior, yeah, uh, just the lack of soccer games um yeah, I don't know. these are all tough. it's so like the amount of times that I've had conversations with Beck about like how we need to react just with each other like mm-hmm. for probably three or four years, I've been trying to do. I've been trying to do something like literally just one time I want to do this, which is to not escalate the aggression or tension in the air in Mm. a, in an argument or something like Beck comes in hot sometimes or reacts to something that I do and gets defensive and snaps at me years. I've been trying to just one time, not snap back Mm -hmm. and it is impossible in the moment, for me to not be defensive and snap back. Okay, I need to work on that. How do you, how do you work on, how do you work on something that you don't have any time to, to think about? I don't know. I, what's been helping me lately is
1: to realize that it's okay to fight, and that just thinking about how it's okay to fight sometimes, everybody <laughs> fights. You're not going to get along 100 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Has gotten me. A, like a, a kind of a more positive outlook when if say we do get in a fight you're not thinking like this relationship is fucking doomed we're yeah. screwed yeah. you're just thinking to yourself like you know what this happens let's find a resolution for me i like to find that as quickly as possible or else i, I just hate being mad and yeah. walking away from a conversation you're still mad
0: yeah i don't like walking away from it once i'm riled up like i want to stay in the ring yeah. until somebody's on the floor <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing is uh, like mine and z fights generally go yell 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 and then we de-escalate and once we've de-escalated she just ignores me and i'll just be like you know what i'm talking about like (laughs) zary do you get what i'm saying like i just keep saying it over and over and she'll just ignore me and then i'm like you know what it's not really helpful for me i don't know just talk it out to see what 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 uh irks you guys most and just tell them the the other person they'll try to avoid it sometimes they don't (laughs) you know (laughs) and then that's just what it is yeah
0: yeah yeah it's hard i mean i'm i have been trying it's just it's even if i do make the right decision in the moment i still shoot myself in the foot yeah like if she comes in hot or snaps back at me about something sometimes i'll be like listen i really do not I don't want to fight about this. I'm trying to remain calm. But you come in here like a fucking bitch and snap at me over nothing. And then I'm like, right. right I'm adding so much aggression to, for, you know, when I've already made the right first step. But then my competitive side takes over and I'm like, yeah, I'm losing this fight now. I'm going to start throwing. Well, here's the thing is, as the kids get older,
1: it becomes more and uh, more inappropriate to fight in front of them. That's a good point. So I think that's it's helpful to think about them as well and mm-hmm. that's the situation be like that is for me is like the the biggest thing is like we can't do this right now you know and that that time that you know when the kid goes to bed we can have this conversation will get you both to cool down you know that's true and de-escalate yeah. from there yeah
0: that gap is what does it for us? I mean, we we pretty much just like fight ferociously when we do fight, and they're few and far between. Like we used to fight all the time, and now now it's like so rare. Uh, but when we do, like we get it all out, yeah, which is good, I guess. Um, but there definitely is like a like a de escalation period after that where we both kind of like walk away once everything's off our chest, and then when we do come back, it's just like. It's always the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's like a thirty second double apology and we instantly move on from it.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: Well Nora is awake.
1: So this has kinda turned into A what would you do segment? I got another one for you. Hit me. So what are you I guess what what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say when one of your daughters or your future son gets caught drinking, they're on the varsity soccer team. Only one to get in trouble.
0: Uh, I would start with trying to get the accurate information out because that scenario to me sounds like something where either he was being or she was being the only dumb one that got caught for some reason or the person who took the blame.
1: Right. So say I'm I'm more so uh, like going towards the latter. So say she just took the blame. What are you going to say? because you can't be happy with them cuz they just got caught drinking but they also didn't rat on their friends <clears throat> which shows like loyalty
0: yeah uh i mean i would just i would want to get all the information out i want to know why they did what they did and then in any scenario whether it was them just doing those things and not stepping up and taking the blame or or you know trying to save their friends and doing that either scenario the end result is going to be us talking about what the consequences are for the action and making sure that they are okay with the fact that they will be, you know, uh, completing all of the things that need to be completed. Now that this has happened and understanding all the effects of this type of thing, because I mean, sometimes these are like huge deals that end up, you know, like ruining a scholarship or like getting you kicked out of college or what I mean, These can have giant, giant things. So I think it's, you know, try to get the answers out because if you don't understand why they did something, then you're not going to be able to give them advice on, like, a similar scenario down the road. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if they were stepping up to save their teammate, like, I mean, part of that is cool, like you said, but it's also a decision that has giant consequences and you need to let them know that, like, okay, you you just got kicked off your varsity team. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they're still going to be able to play in college. Maybe now they won't, but if they do play, then they need to know that, you know, doing this in college might mean losing a scholarship and getting kicked out. Like, it's, I think, uh, I think yeah, get all the information out of them as to why they did what they did. Mm-hmm. Let them know that they will absolutely accept all of the consequences for their actions, and then try to warn them about what that type of decision making might lead to in the future. Nice. Boom.
1: That's good. Well done, Sean.
0: Front kick to the chin.
1: Yeah. Do you have a uh, any scenarios? I can we I got one more thing for you. You do. Well, all right. uh, I we can jump into Harrison's question from Twitter. And okay. he's just looking for advice yeah, sure. on... I uh, mean,
0: if I think of another random one, I'll throw it in mid-other segment. Yeah, no, uh, I know I'll you will. I'll just interrupt.
1: So Harrison was pretty much just looking for uh, their their due date is April 21st, so he's looking for some advice on what to do, big day. Sounds like it's going to be a big baby as yeah. well. Yeah, so
0: uh, Yeah. So we both know something about big babies. Um, we both have them. Uh, yep. I got a little one and a big one. Um, so the the, the prep, I'm rambling here. Do you have a direction? Yeah. Why don't you start? Yeah,
1: so a trusted professionals would be my number one. Yeah. It's just, you know, they're they're used to this. Chances are this is not the biggest baby they've ever delivered. True. They're going to get that baby out of there mm-hmm. as safe as possible. Um, and <clears throat> my thing is, is like I don't know. The ex- it sounds like they're going to have an induction, 39-week induction. Because yep. um, You know, just be there for, for mom as, as best you can. Um I think I've said this a thousand times on this podcast. We'll say it again. Check in with her between contractions, say yep. what can I be doing differently? <clears throat> Do get get, you know, practice some back rubs in the meantime. Um I I've heard that you're not supposed to go deep tissue with the ba- the back massages, just use a flat palm and mm-hmm. just kind of rub it. It's more so just to let them know that you're there.
0: Yeah, thing yeah to be the be the support you know it's yeah. mo- probably more emotional support than physical support when you're doing the back rubs exactly but, uh it's definitely good for both um i was just thinking like we both said that when you're in labor when you're moving forward when you're having to make decisions about you know do you want an epidural do you mm-hmm. are, are are we you know maybe going to have to get a c-section like these are big decisions and in the moment, uh, like we've said before, like the doctors are not going to lie to you; they're going to give you accurate, safe information to try to get you to do what gets this baby out safely, which is the only thing that matters. The birth plan is like, you know, great to go in with, um, but you have to be willing to roll with the punches and do what's best for that yeah. little baby. Um, but I think, I think it's probably pretty easy to have a discussion with your wife or partner when you're thinking about a birth plan and have it be a very short discussion where it's just like i don't i want to do it natural and i don't want to get And, and then like what are you going to say to her like yeah she's already it seems like she's made up her mind like but i think maybe having even though it might start a not so great conversation it's probably important to kind of Try to talk about like, what if we do get put mm-hmm. in this scenario where the doctors are saying, this needs to happen. You know, like obviously, it might be nice to just hear her say, like obviously at that point, like we would do what the doctors yeah. say. So maybe try to prime it with a conversation like that. Um, I don't know. Um, just know your birth plan.
1: I think is what you're saying, and and just obviously be flexible. We got a uh, barking dog, so you're gonna have to deal with a, with a dom rant here. So just know your birth plan, um, be flexible. And guys, I mean, think about all the times that this you'll be reminded that you know you let them go through with the epidural. If you if you don't you know mention to the to the wife who's screaming for an epidural, hey, we wanted a natural birth. Like just keep in mind, you know, just. You're there to remind them of the birth plan, but it's not exactly um, <clears throat> it's not exactly set in stone, right? So be flexible, um, but also put your reminders in so you don't get you're not on the hook later on in life when, oh man, I really wish she was a a natural birth um, type thing. I don't know, I'm rambling. Um, <laughs> uh, there's one other thing that I had, which was, say uh harrison if it does go the c-section route um you know my girlfriend had only been in you know one major surgery prior to this so it's a pretty nerve-wracking time and generally you're kind of being like oh it's c-section time it's like not a lot of time to prepare Mm. so be prepared when you walk in there one to you're about to see a major surgery <laughs> Two, you kind of need to lighten the mood with her a little bit. Cause there might be some anxiety and that, you know, maybe have a joke prepared or, you know, think of, you know, remind her of that there's going to be a baby out here soon.
0: Yeah. And that she gets to dodge a bunch of labor pains, you know, especially if you're making this decision yeah. relatively early. Uh, it's, there are definitely some plus sides to every, every route that you can take to get in the baby. So, um yeah, I think you're exactly right. Just your job is to just do offer up the the f- you only have a few tools. Yep. And I think being readily available is the most important thing. Always, you know, you obviously have to be like willing to do whatever they need, but again, you only have a few tools, so just don't overdo anything. Maggie Oh, my gosh. We'll cut that out. No. <laughs> she got tangled up in the bike, so I had to walk out there in my socks. Stepped in a puddle. My feet are wet now. <sighs> and now she's barking to go back out again. Guess what? No. It's okay. I had the pod completely covered with a
1: terrible rant. Wait nice. do you hear this one. It is not good. Can't wait. Pretty much was saying that. If you if you don't remind the mom of the birth plan say things are going in a different direction it's than good. what Make you them expected to it twice. <laughs> yeah. So just remind them of that so that you cover your own ass later on in life. So essentially like if they wanted a water birth and things were going in a different direction. You were just doing a, a, a birth in the bed, natural. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, later on in life she's gonna be like, Oh, I really wish that was in the water birth. Why didn't you remind the doctor that we wanted that? <laughs> so just keep in mind what the
0: wants are, but also be flexible with the professionals. Yeah, I think Dom's offering up good relationship <laughs> advice in general. Keep score. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: no. I think it's I think that's a classic thing that any guy would deal with, like, oh you should've reminded him type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: a backhand. That is true. Yeah. And then uh so aside from uh, you know, management of emotions and physical pain, um, we did I think in those early episodes offer up a couple tips for just uh, you know, bagpacking prep. Mm-hmm. Um we've already gotten some positive reviews on your suggestion for a extra long cell phone charger, yeah. which is a great thing to have. Um I think having a laptop that you can do some streaming on is also mm-hmm. an essential thing. Um and I'm not sure if we really had anything else besides like what you would expect, comfortable clothes, things like that. And then, you know, if you're into it, a little mini bottle of champagne, maybe a flask kind Yeah. Of a, whatever. Um I think for me, I
1: mean the the serving sizes in the hospital, if you're going to be eating there, they're not too too big. So bring snacks, lots of snacks.
0: Yeah, snacks are good. I actually didn't have a problem with serving sizes, but.
1: Yeah. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, the food is, at you least could, at, at our hospital, like, the food is t- super reasonably priced. Yeah, you I agree. You just order a bunch of stuff.
1: But I'm like, the, I'm just saying, like, the serving size, I've, it didn't fill me up, you mm. know?
0: mm Mm. Well, okay <laughs> Well, you're fueling up, you know For a triathlon Yeah So you got a calorie intake Michael yeah. Phelps over here Again, it's
1: the easiest triathlon I think you could possibly
0: do. I'm going to swim faster than you can <laughs> pump a kayak Okay It's a, Is it a canoe or a kayak? You
1: could do either Or paddleboard if you want Why would
0: anybody do a canoe?
1: What?
0: Why would anybody do a it puts you in a, a different canoe? bracket Like it, oh. it doesn't matter
1: what you're using it's it's Uh, whatever's available to you and then you're in a bracket with the canoers
0: hmm. like we've had I might do canoes then
1: we've done quite well in the race in previous like I've done mostly teams for this thing Yeah, I've never done the try by myself but uh, we've done quite well because we've always had a canoe and most of the good teams have a two person kayak so we would come in first place for our age group of course we'd have like a 65 year old biker
0: oh it's Wait, it's multiple people in the canoes?
1: You can have two people. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. I would want it. I think I would have a better chance in the canoes because I think you can put a fit person in a kayak and they can go fast. Yeah. A canoe, a solo canoe, is not an easy thing to go fast. Yeah, think by it, yourself.
1: I don't think anybody should
0: do that. I mean, does anybody? <laughs> you should, is that a different bracket, <laughs> yeah. just being in there?
1: Maybe, I mean. Then pa- the two people?
0: There's one guy who paddleboard the three miles. Because there's people that do this thing by themselves. So they would just do it in a kayak. A kayak, yeah. Yeah. And then there's, oh, okay. All right. I get it.
1: Yeah. And then you can tandem canoe if you wanted, or tandem kayak.
0: Well, I mean, my dad builds kayaks. We do have a triple cockpit. Whoa. Handmade. Bring the girls. Alaskan Eskimo style kayak. So nice. if I'm doing this with a couple of our friends as a team, maybe we'll just hop in there. But then you got to wait for the those people to get to the the boat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: wouldn't be that hard because it's all you do it one after another.
0: So we would all just do it individually. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's
1: sick. So like the run takes off first, right? And so I would run and then come back and then tag my biker biker takes off and then i'm just hanging around because i'm the runner for when the canoe takes off because i got to tag the canoe so that's like the most fun part of the race oh
0: just a baton pass yeah
1: so the the guy with the microphone will call out your number and as the biker's coming in so it'll be like number 212 coming in and then you just takeoff (laughs) sprint and you're just running as hard as you can like you're running through crowds of people Mm -hmm. and they're just like chin you on and then you tag your canoe or slap them on the ass help them get the canoe in the water and they're off or the kayak
0: or whatever Hmm. yeah okay well i don't know what i'm gonna do but just in case you're listening and i don't end up doing a solo canoe which apparently nobody (laughs) does but I mean, put you in I a will. different bracket. You guys got a Kevlar solo canoe. The thing weighs like 30 pounds, it sits right on top of the water, and you can fly in this thing. Um, but, bit of advice for solo canoeing if you ever want to do it, just even down a river. Um, obviously, canoes are a little bit tough to go fast in because you have to keep switching sides if you're the only person in there. Um, but there's a paddling technique where you just stay on the same side. And then at the very end, you just leverage your paddle against the side of the boat and just push off, and it just kicks the back of the boat the other way, and then you can paddle on the same side the whole time. Yeah. You know, you can still switch after you know every like 10 minutes or whatever when you're getting tired. But uh, yeah, no need to be flipping the paddle back and forth over the boat. It's like a J, right? It is like a J. Yeah, the J paddle. I think but that's yeah, what obviously you have to turn the the paddle. Yeah. At the. Yeah. Bottom of the jet. Used to
1: teach Paddleboarding lessons Whoa S- Stand up pad- Sup
0: Oh yeah You were gonna start a magazine Yeah Sup bro Sup
1: bro <laughs> We should still start <laughs> that eh?
0: It's not too late <laughs> We're gonna have some time On our hands here On these Monday evenings Pretty yeah. soon Um. Okay Yeah I forget What got us on there Where Where, where are we We're are we done about? with wives We're done with our wives <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason <laughs> yeah. Why we're taking a break We're both kicked out Of our houses Mom yeah. and I are looking Looking to buy a house together. That would be awesome. Living in each other's houses really caused a split. Yeah. Uh, We didn't think that both of our wives would like the other person being there better, but uh, they did. Yeah. So,
1: product review time. Okay. And we're going to do a product review wrap-up.
0: Yeah, because there are some essential products that everybody needs. Yeah. So, I've got
1: three things that I've already shouted out.
0: Okay. And one new one. Okay. So-
1: a boba wrap if you're having a new baby it's a must-have it's really nice and a good good for dad and baby to connect with one another um again that's a boba wrap um the hatch noise machine is my second Mm -hmm. um sweet noise machine i i feel like it probably takes up half of my day i listen to that thing just because she's in bed for 12 hours and we have her on I'm I'm literally listening to white noise for 12 hours a day. <laughs> and then uh so it's a pretty large part of my life and yep. I think it should be a, it's I think it's a staple. You know, you sh- you should have one. Um I know that you guys don't use it because you guys like it nice and quiet, which is also cool.
0: We use a a white noise thing.
1: Oh, I thought you said you didn't have it. No, there.
0: we have one. It doesn't run for 12 hours. It shuts off after like an hour.
1: See, that would wake our baby up. Hmm. Well, anyways, um, the bumbo chair nice, is another thing. Yep. It's super cool for when you have like a two, three month old baby, three, four month old baby. Yeah. yeah. Three, four. Um, that, uh, yeah, I think again, you'll probably have it if you don't, you know, it's, yeah. it's probably on your registry. Um, and my last thing, new shout out is the crib mates, plush baby teether and crinkle
0: toy. Mm. Those crinkle toys, they love them. Yeah.
1: And this thing's got... We call it a wombat, but I looked it up today. It's a fox. Zara, it's a friggin'
0: fox. We've been. Oh, this is a fight you guys are having? No. Okay, well, we, we've like
1: been it. calling it a wombat. We're like, we don't really know what it is. And then I looked it up. I was like, crib. what even is a
0: wombat? I don't know. I mean, I didn't get a question wrong in the animal quiz, but I don't know what a wombat is. Yeah.
1: Well, anyways, crib Is mates. it a marsupial? Yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> no, I actually, I was looking up. This is crazy. But I was looking up like, what do these two things have in common? And I was going to do koala because that was going to be my quiz theme. And I was going to do koalas and kangaroos Mm. because that's parenting because they carry their young in the pouch. Mm -hmm. So marsupial. And then I saw wombats on there. Well, anyways, I looked it up and it's a freaking fox. Z. (laughs) Anyways, it's got uh, teethers on their hands and feet, so they can stick them in their mouth or yeah. whatever. And also, crinkles makes noise when, in which my baby gets a kick out of. So, um, the the crib mate's fox, check it out.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do a couple things that I've also uh, already talked about in past episodes. But um, getting when you first have a baby, the 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 snot in their nose is a huge problem. It's so gross, and they can't breathe, and it's it's just nasty shit. So, uh, when they're really young, you want to use one of those bulb rubber uh, nasal remover things. Um, honestly, the best ones that we found are the ones that are at the hospital. Just steal it along with all of the diapers and all of the. V- the wipes and just everything that's in the room that's not in a locked cabinet. This is what our like birthing class person told us is like, if it's not in a locked cabinet, take it home. And you should, take it all home. Um, but that, that snot remover bulb, uh, definitely take that home. And then once they get a little bit older, how how old for a nose, Freda? When Did you start using one of those? Does it matter? You just do it real young. Two to three months, I think. Yeah, I just feel weird when they're just super young about putting that on there. I feel like I'm going to suck their lungs out. But, um, yeah, I would say at, at two months, just start using a Nose Frida. It's amazing. That's the one where you you put the the other end of it. It's a tube that you put in your mouth, and you just you suck it out. And uh, there's a filter. You will never get any snot mm-hmm. in your mouth. Um, and it's much easier to clean than you would think. Because none of it actually goes up into the tube; it's just this little like vial-shaped thing that collects it all, and then the filter stops it. And it's super easy to rinse out. Um, but that works uh, way better than a bulb does, mm-hmm. and it gets everything. And at that age, they're producing like a ton more mucus, and it's uh, it's just disgusting. So you got to get that shit out. Um, so yeah, two-stage uh, product review for for the mucus removal, and then I would say. The other thing is just, um, there's all kinds of variation in diaper rash. Uh, We've been pretty lucky. There hasn't been a whole lot of it with my kids, but there's definitely some of it. And just get some like triple paste, or there's a bunch of products that are for diaper rash. So just find some sort of like all purpose, um, butt cream, whatever, Mm -hmm. and like the instant that it looks like something might be starting just slather that shit everywhere and in one diaper it will be gone Mm -hmm. and you just catch it early and it's not even like when you i mean when you change the diaper like it's just it's already like soaked into the diaper it's you don't even need to deal with it it's very easy so i would say definitely that um i was gonna say the bumbo uh do you have anything else on your mind while i think of one more i have a dad joke no, don't do that. Um, Cause there's definitely like when they're so little. Uh, what do I mean, this thing that Georgie's in right now, which is just a little, a little bouncer. It's like a little lounge seat that just has legs that come from the back, so you can kind of rock it a little bit. This one vibrates. We never put the vibrate on. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it just kind of sits them up. It's like halfway between the position they'd be in a car seat and laying flat on their back and it cradles them a little bit, which at that age they like sometimes just really need to be able to fall asleep. And if you want to be able to do anything else, uh, while your kid is sleeping and you don't have to hold them the whole time, then something like that is pretty essential. So pull the boogers out. Yeah. I'll
1: go on that. I mean, just having anything that you can like a lot of things that you can set your baby down in is Mm -hmm. pretty huge. Like, uh, having, bouncers uh swings just different bassinets because like you know if they're awake they get tired of things pretty easily at least mine does yep. and you just have to switch it up you know um but yeah th- those bouncers are sweet
0: yeah and good get a, get a good breast pump oh yeah you know like don't skimp on that there are uh, chances are your wife or whatever is not really going to like it's mm-hmm. not like a like you get some joy out of out of breastfeeding cuz you're like it's the coolest like animal evolution thing it's yeah. amazing that you get to just like give them everything that they need like straight from the tap it's so cool um maybe they feel like that maybe they don't but either way the pumping thing you're not going to like get that you're not going to get the connection to your kid from milking yourself into a machine Mm -hmm. so like it already might not be a pleasant process get a really good breast pump we have the spectro one that's what we have and it's awesome um so don't don't skimp on that because you know it's going to be several times a day for several months so just you know get get something good
1: yeah and uh like also ladies educate yourself on uh like ways to increase your milk flow like if if you're planning on putting your kid into daycare like we did um it was really helpful for z to do some research on uh just like how to to get more milk and one of those things which has been working really well is z sleeps through the night you know that's it. she's a 32 year old woman that sleeps tonight. Finally got her sleeping yeah. <laughs> uh, So, but the thing is, like, she, when she wakes up, she doesn't feed off the boob immediately. She pumps, and then she gets so much more out of that because if you feed, chances are the baby's not going to drink all the milk that you have off to, have mm. to offer at that point. So Z will get enough for the baby to feed for breakfast when she wakes up and then we'll have an excess that we can put in the fridge and store away for later so that's one of the things that we've been doing
0: yeah the milk production is interesting like your body just kind of if you keep pulling all of it out Mm -hmm. it'll keep making it and it'll make more of it so like that's a really good piece of advice. Like if you are going to feed and, you know, maybe sometimes it's a short feeding, they just fall asleep or whatever. Yeah. Don't just stop, you know, like if it feels like you still have more, like pop the pump on, drain the tank and get that production going.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're not the experts on breastfeeding, oh, we but are. they're just we tips. Are. We you are. don't
0: have to take them. Ladies, we know more than any of you. I
1: think I know a thing or two about a boob. We
0: know all of it. Okay. Um, has a, uh, Beck had just recently had a fun little issue that some ladies might run into where there's like a clogged duct and, uh, you know, you can try to hand express it out or whatever. Um, she don't (laughs) tell me, can we
1: stop the pod? (laughs) She had to do a little, little self suck. Oh, I thought you were sucking it. I think,
0: no, she asked me to, (laughs) but I didn't, I forget how she worded it. Um, I think she said, I'm going to go hop in the shower. This is out of nowhere. She says, I'm going to go hop in the shower. Do you want to hop in with me and suck me off? (laughs) That's what she said.
1: (laughs) God, I hope the aunts, uncles, grandparents stopped listening.
0: I mean, this is verbiage that is innocent you know this is about health and prosperity for our children it's about milk production it's about it's it's about a medical intervention you know it's about home remedies this is you know not to be uh interpreted as anything other than hilarious and helpful sorry no no um okay well well the kids are crying and uh I think it's probably about time to get some dinner going for this one. Um, so we might have to get on out of here for the end of uh, season two, the end of an era.
1: Yeah. And guys, I mean, if you miss us, send us an email at um, the brand new dad or not the yeah, just that. brand new dad podcast yeah. at gmail.com and hit us on Twitter at brand new dad pod. There it is. Um, we will. We miss you already. Yeah. Hope you have a great uh, couple weeks, a couple months. Who knows? I think it's...
0: Gear up. You know, summer's coming. We have lots of friends with babies on the way. We're going to have updates. We're going to have new guests. Yeah. We're going to have celebrities.
1: Yeah. If you know one, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) We
0: miss you already. Yep. Uh, Thanks for listening. And uh, really, it means a lot to us because uh, we've been enjoying this. And... um, we're gonna keep doing it as long as people seem to be enjoying it. So uh thanks. Yeah, so what do the fruit robbers
1: say when they get to the store? I don't know. This is a raw berry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>